If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. Happy post E3, everybody. We made it. We survived. But only barely. Uh, welcome to Podcast Unlock, the world's number one Xbox podcast for June 24th, 2015. It's episode 199.5, Mitch. Can you do that? Uh, yes, we can do anything right. we want because it's did. our freaking show. <laughs> we get to do anything we want with it uh, because, of course, this Saturday, the 27th of June, we have the IGN house party. Destin, That's right. Are you excited? Yeah. You better be. Yeah, I got to come in. <laughs> we're going to come into the city on Saturday. Well, yes. those of us that don't live in the city yeah. are. And uh, yeah, we're going to come hang out and have a good time. We have a few more tickets. We've we've managed to find a few extra places to squeeze people. So Forget you, fire code. Yeah, you might yeah. get it. You might get uh, your ticket might be for an air duct. You're going to be like right. Sam <laughs> yeah. Fisher in there. But yeah. That's not true. We they'll can be, get you. We'll hang you off the mezzanine. You got to hang on to the rail. We can get you in, so if you, I know it's super last minute, so this is probably only for Bay Area people yeah, only, but... Uh, All three of you who didn't buy your tickets are... If you, yeah. are, if you yeah. would like to grab a last minute ticket, we've got a few more on sale, go to go.ign.com slash houseparty, mm-hmm. and your $25 ticket will get you entry as well as a t-shirt and some food. Probably a pretty good deal. Yeah. Also, a chance to meet these lovely people. Hi. Hi. Hey. Meet us in person. Hello. You can say hello. <laughs> it's like the video. And it won't just be us. <laughs> it'll be like the, the other camera. IGN staff, too. And uh, Mitch, I think this week, by the way, might be the loudest t-shirt week ever. You've, you're rocking the yeah. hot pink. I've got yeah. the like, bright yellow. Elena's got some nice like purpley. Is that magenta? Yeah, it is, I think. Crushed. I'm not is really the... great with colors. <laughs> <laughs> is you this shop already, Dustin? Yeah, yeah. This exists? I forgot. So we actually have t-shirts that you can purchase Wait, really? for, for yeah. many of the shows. I didn't even know about this, by yeah, the way. Brian's yeah. running to the camera. He's going <laughs> to oh show the camera. Goodness. You I know, we, we could do this with B-roll. I'm sure the B-roll focus. here. <laughs> B-roll here. Insert B-roll here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no way this is focus. Perfect, yeah. The blurriest Perfect. T-shirt yeah. of all time. Yeah. This is this is all very helpful if you're a listener instead of uh, <laughs> a viewer. So we have, we have T-shirts in sale? 
I didn't uh, know. Yeah, I see so, that? so we have a bunch of shirts. We got like fire team chat shirts. We have are unlocked these, shirts. Wait, are you yeah. gonna get sued by Destiny oh, for the, the fire team? Logo? No, it's we designed You're good? it. So, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Yeah, our own Eric Sapp did it. Has a little IGN logo in the ship. This is great. So yeah, it's a if you could barely see it on camera, but it's it's pretty much like the logo you see behind you on all the uh, on the screen, or if you just read, you know, or just the logo in your iTunes feed, mm-hmm. uh, made into a T-shirt that is that color. I really like nice the, and simple. The simple, clean red IGN shirt with the white text with yeah. this IGN. Yeah, logo. They it's really do, good. They didn't do black, so for a lot of the shirts, they're actually colored because Thank all, God. we have so many yes. black shirts. So we're like, sick let's of try them. something different. And do so some sick colors. of them. So, uh, Destin, where can we go to? That is IGN-store.myshopify.com. There you go. <laughs> While we're asking you for <laughs> money, yeah, yeah. Well, in any <laughs> case, no. I just so the reason I brought this up is because there's no fire team chat shirts, yeah. and I was like, how did that happen? I was very surprised and very happy, and people were tweeting at me like, oh, I totally want one of those. I'm, by the way, I'm a terrible host this week, and the, apparently I'm still asleep after E3. Elena Yi joining us. Oh my gosh, we finally got this. I'm back. Welcome back. That was kind of my fault. (laughs) My former compadre at Official Xbox Magazine, you are, lest anyone think you do not have some serious Xbox street cred, (laughs) you were the primary... you were the samurai who fell on so many Connect <laughs> review swords. Just like, oh, it was it was you I and will, I. I will review it. The well, ones that you didn't want to do, I had to do. Yeah, that's oh true. I remember telling Mitchie about that. I said, I, I don't have time for this. You you can do this because the the. S-H-I-T rolls downhill, Mitch. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I will know, not completely. We both, I think by this time, you by that time you were gone to uh, IGN, right? Yeah. When we both had to do, what is it, self-defense training? Training for, oh, yeah. So yeah. I remember the game, that one. The lowest scoring game I have ever reviewed. It was so One out of ten bad. on IGN. Hilarious. One out of ten. You know, it's funny that uh, a Kinect game also got my lowest score really? I've ever given on IGN, which was Steel Battalion Heavy Armor. Oh. My very first IGN review, my hazing ritual. <laughs> did you want to do that game? I actually did. Okay, I thought so. I super did because nobody knew it It was just going to be that like sort of physically broken. I don't want to call, necessarily call it broken, but just not... Inconsistent. You can yes. call it broken. <laughs> well, the game worked, but the technology didn't work so well. Yeah. And like, I, because I love the original Steel Battalion, you know, the whole 100-button thing with the Heck sticks yeah. and the... And this was, okay, like, we're going to... Actually, it was a, it was one of the rare hybrid games where it was you just drive it with a controller, but it would also use Connect gesture features, which they promised at the very beginning of Connect. They're like, well, there'll be hybrid games where you'd use both your controller and Connect. And we're seeing Gameless. tons of them today. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Elena, did you have to do Star Wars the Connect game? <laughs> I did the guide for that one. Oh, I think that one I managed to get away to from. Find someone else <laughs> yeah. to take that. So, hit. so I did the guide for it, and it's picture in picture. So there's just somewhere me being like, yes. "Oh my god," and doing this, <laughs> and, and just waving jump, our hands around. And I'm like, doing I look dances. suicidal. Yeah, <laughs> just like, like you're please on your last kill leg. me, put me out of there. Well, yeah. in any case, enough of that trip Sorry. down memory lane. <laughs> oh, Connect was not fun. Uh, we've got times. a ton of Xbox news to go over. I know everybody's been waiting for us to get back on the air. People are sending me pictures of their podcast feed saying there's no red dot saying new episode let's go so you should now be seeing if not right now in the next day or so three uh new episodes we've got this one that you're already hearing obviously and then two mini episodes where i'm just going to post i had a chance to sit down with uh phil spencer at e3 for about 20 minutes which is an excellent interview uh, with him as always except for the part where the interview took place on Tuesday of E3. So I asked him, so would you is Summer of Arcade ever going to come back? <laughs> he, he said no cuz he was a 
mean man who lied to me because the very next day they announced the summer spotlight oh, pseudo thing, well, which we'll talk about later. He didn't lie. <laughs> to be fair, it's not summer of our kids. So uh, listen for that Phil Spencer interview. And then the bucket list thing I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I got to, I got, I got wind of the new South Park game coming and was very kind to, kindly offered by Ubisoft one of three interview slots for the entire week that Matt Stone and Trey Parker were doing for South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Greatest <laughs> game title ever, by the That's way. pretty good. So I t- talked to them for about 20 minutes as well, recorded it, and I will have... The audio is not good. Apologies in advance. Way to go, Ryan. I know, man. What can I, I'm not an audio It was your engineer. first time using one of our recorders. <laughs> and the last Let, time. Yeah. <laughs> but also, E3 interviews, don't expect much. It's like busy times. It's You're rushing. Yeah. It's... You'll be able to hear them and hear me. That's about all I can all promise. But I'm look excited. Way to sell it. Look for that. Hey, <laughs> I'm just trying to set expectations. You'll be able to hear us, IGN.com. Uh, you will indeed be able to understand some of the things that were said on the recording. <laughs> so Sold. thanks, Destin. Now look for a out for that. And no, then, of course, this weekend is the house party. If you cannot attend in person, uh, the show will go up in audio and I think video. We're shooting it, right? That's Sean. I don't see why not. I'm there as talent, Ryan. Audio for sure. Audio for sure next week. Also next week is well, forget it. Let's say let's save that. The other bucket list thing. Cause we're gonna if you're oh, coming I can't say anything. If Hoss. you're coming to house party, you're going to get a sneak preview. That's the plan. So Oh, yeah, that thing. It's the most <laughs> Xbox thing we've ever done. That's that that awesome. I genuinely can't wait to watch this. It's, oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Let's, we'll move on past that. We'll see you at House Party, I hope. Otherwise, look for us on the air uh, next week with plenty more goodness. For right now, we will come back and let's react to everything Microsoft did. Let's do it. At the Electronic Entertainment Expo, better known to you as E3. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast on love presents All right, let's dance, E3 style. Mitch, where do you want to start? I want to start with backward compatibility, which for me was the... Like, that forget, was the bombshell. Forget yeah. Final Fantasy VII mic. and The Last Guardian and Shenmue. Like, this was the biggest surprise, because conceivably, like I could expect a lot of the other big surprises at E3. Yeah. had no idea this was coming. No. They have a pretty small library to start, but some strong titles. Yeah, that's the disappointing thing. Mm-hmm. So now... Well, because they said it's... For the, it's at the holidays, and there are a few in preview now yeah. as yeah. they roll them out. Sure, yeah, it's very much a preview program. You have to be in the preview program to even access Correct. it. Uh, but the games that are there are good. I, I liked that they demoed Mass Effect. I thought it was hilarious. They demoed the end of the game. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> oh, it was yeah. during the like burning the of run, the Citadel. The trench run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so it, it, there is some good titles. Uh, it's a lot of old arcade stuff. Uh, Geometry Wars is on there. Uh, I think maybe some uh, Twisted Pixel stuff is on there as well. So there Which is you a, should 100% play. Yeah, so if you own Portal these games, one. you can install yeah. them on your Xbox One. You can, you know, from the disc, install your certain Xbox 360 games and access them on your Xbox One, which is awesome. You know, Border- and, okay. sorry, go ahead. Borderlands 1 was a really good ad, too, because the Handsome Collection didn't have that. So now you have all good your point. Borderlands games That's on Xbox. Cool. 
Yeah. Is that officially on the list? Because I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, they demoed the- it uh, during I watched on okay. X on my Xbox. There was a demo of backwards compatible oh, games cool. and Borderlands okay, One. Okay, yeah, because it's not in the preview program yet. Otherwise, uh, I okay. definitely would have tried. Maybe that. that's one of the ones that's coming. Um, Microsoft also has this big form right now that's like, what games do you want to see? And obviously, the top of the list is Red Dead. No <laughs> shot. Oh, everybody yeah. wants. To, like, I will replay Red Dead if I can play it on my Xbox One for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. It, it won't give me any graphical enhancements or performance benefits or anything, but being able to just load up my Xbox One right now and play red dead that's incredible that sounds perfect yeah yeah uh, i would and you know rockstar you could come on they're not gonna they're not gonna turn their back on on all those people right it's gonna happen i also wonder what like what is the relationship between games with gold and xbox one back compat right like if you get a game on xbox one Great uh, xbox 360 for free that must be like if it's compatible that must also apply let's hope so I'll ask Phil the next chance I get. It's got to be just they, if it's in your library. They said, you di- they said digital titles are just available. You can just yep. play them. So, so yeah. um, I actually have gone hands-on with this already, um, which and it's it works really nicely. It works exactly as they described it. You just pop a pack. disc in, right? You just pop. So if you have a disc-based game, you just pop the disc in, and it, maybe like a second or two goes by, and it says, you need to download something before this will work. Mm-hmm. You download it. Which is the wrapper, basically, yeah. the yeah. BC wrapper. Like Wu-Tang? Yeah. That's a good yes. wrapper to download. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so once it's downloaded, you, the game starts. You get the uh, Xbox 360 like console boot screen first. Aww. As it comes up on Memories. screen. Memories. Yeah, you get like a whole wave of nostalgia, and then the game itself starts. And then oh. you jump in. <sighs> Mitch. Xbox 360. Stop. It's, it's software-based <laughs> emulation, right, Elena? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, for me... I thought this was a, and I, I actually asked Phil Spencer about this. You'll hear it in the mini interview if you listen to that, uh, where I said, you know, what what was sort of the origin of this? And he said, as soon as he was named head of Xbox, he greenlit this. He was like, we need to do this. Good man, Phil. So it's been in the That's works cool. for a little over a year, and it makes sense because this is for largely for people who haven't made a choice on they haven't upgraded to next to new gen yet mm-hmm. you know if they're they're either still on they're still on their 360 and a lot of those people the early adopters went to ps4 and maybe now they've also picked up an xbox one with all these bundles and price drops and deals but yeah this is targeted at the person who's still sitting there with their 360 hasn't upgraded to a new console yet to try and sway that person to go Xbox One instead of PS4, and it's a smart, smart move. Absolutely. I saw a lot of people saying, like, time to get an Xbox One just because of this, just because of backwards compatibility. Yeah. I, I do think it's really funny that in the same press conference where they announced, uh, like, Rare Replay and a bunch of, like, re-releases of certain oh, Xbox yeah. 360 and on disc, I was like, hey, what if you just could do that? What if you could just play Cameo now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Viva it Pinata. Works, works super yeah. smoothly. For, Any Rare uh, game. So download games. I want to get to that real quick. Yeah. Um, that's even easier. You just go to your games list or the My Games and Apps app. Yeah. You uh, go to your games section. You scroll to the right where it says ready to install and it's right there. So oh, all yeah. my 360 awesome. games Super are Meat there. there and stuff for me. Because <gasps> so, yeah. it's tied to your account. Right? So it's just okay. there in my Xbox it's One just library. there and you just pick what you want. That's yeah. awesome. And it just has a little like uh, badge on the side that says Xbox 360. That's great. So you know it's a 360 I need game. to, God, I think nice. I'm in the preview program. I'm, I'm actually like, not. I'm a, <laughs> really? <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm in and I guess I can like invite people or something. Maybe you know more about that. Do you know how it works? No, you can. Yeah. I got to figure out how to do any of this. Yeah, if you guys want in. Yeah, I want to check this out. Ben was trying to hit me up for it and stuff. So no, forget Ben. We're your friends. <laughs> I'll get to you guys first. Don't cool. Worry. Ben can wait. Ben can wait. No, it's, it's super sweet. <laughs> the only thing I'm sad about is that I have preview access through a, a work account, so it's oh. not on my actual library. So there's really very little in there. That I will sucks. say I had the one one thought I had after the initial excitement wore off. I was like, 
this kind of bones harmonics with Rock Band 4, doesn't it? But then they said, uh, they came out like, Perfect no stuff. peripheral yeah, things work. work. So connect, connect yeah. one <clears throat> version one games are not going to work with this. So That's we don't fine. get to play and well, self-defense training camp on oh, Xbox okay. One? <laughs> well, I had just forgotten about that again. Yeah. Ooh, there's an Xbox 1.0 out of joke, joke in there somewhere. <laughs> You're right. Dance Central niche. One is a good example. Dance of a, Central is great. Yeah. I w- that yeah. I was really sad to hear that I won't be yeah, able to play not on Xbox happening. One. And then, yeah, so no, the Spotlight. rock bands won't work either. You'll need to grab Rock Band Four. Yeah, Spotlight exists for that though, right? Like in the same way Rock Band Four is meant yeah, to be Dance the Dance platform for all the old stuff. Yeah. Spotlight is that way too, but nobody yeah. cared about Spotlight. <laughs> so sad. Good stuff. What other exciting things happened, right? <laughs> that Hololens, my friend. Who who all saw it? Sitting at this table. Yeah, we all did. did. Everyone. Yeah. So uh, let's start with Halo. Or no, let's start with Minecraft and then talk about Halo. Because I think, Lelena, were you the only one that got to do Minecraft? So I didn't get to do the Minecraft demo that was shown at E3, which from what I can tell from talking to other people was different than what I saw in January. And, you know, I already talked about when I came on the show for the first time way back then. but yeah, just from what I got to experience on the dev kits for their their what they were calling their tech demo at the time, they were yeah. stressing really heavily that it was not about you know having Minecraft actually come to Hololens or anything like that. Well, you were but, wearing when you when you saw it and tried it in January, you were wearing a computer around your neck, yes. right? And that's how prototypey it was yeah. at the time. Well, the dev hardware I think is different than what we actually experienced because so all of us at E3 we were using the the final hardware, which is wireless, well, very we much lighter. We don't know that well, it's not, ne- that it's necessarily not, final. It's didn't seem final yet. They, they said that that's the final, the final, final design. <laughs> yeah. So okay. they're probably still, ref, you know, finessing the internals and, you know, a couple other things. Um, but, yeah, that's very different. But the field of view, which is something I know you were talking about, was different. Because I remember that in January, I didn't remember being it being that small. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in HoloLens, you have these – it's basically like a big headset with big goggles on it. Mm-hmm. But well, there's nothing actually on your eyes. It's right. it's, it's on a screen, it's like little a, clear mm-hmm. visor in front of you. Visor. It's like an X-wing pilot visor. Yeah. Pretty much. But the only thing you can see Hololens effects through is a very tiny, tiny, tiny it's window. Like a window out. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite call it a mail slot, but it's like two mail slots. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an envelope. <laughs> it's an envelope. <laughs> it is. It's depressingly small. I was so. I, I think the effect of like we all we I saw. Don't think the, it, the it wasn't stuff. that small for me. It was like a rectangular size. Yeah, yeah. not like a male size. You're, you're a little like more this. down on it. Yeah, than, I, yeah. Than I, I, am. I was having a lot of trouble with the Halo experience, trying to see stuff. Like I was constantly having to hold my headset. I was having to like was it right. not move adjusted around. properly? So I just don't like the fit uh, of it okay. at all. It, but it was uncomfortable when I wore yeah. it. Also. But once really? I did have it, I just felt like the window was very small, and if I like tried to move to the side, I would lose some some vision of something. Really? Yeah, I was not. I did not have that experience. I didn't either. When they, sorry, I I think maybe it just has to do with how it was fitted because they actually took like three minutes to fit me because they were having so much problems. You got the you got the pupil measurement oh, beforehand, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's like an optometrist comes through and s- calculates how far, apo- far apart your pupils are so that it can calibrate. You know, like you'll have at home when you buy it at retail. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have glasses, not final hardware, yeah. <laughs> if you have glasses, you'll you know. You'll know yeah. that at least. When I went in, they cranked it so tight on my head. I was like, "Oh, what are you like? What are you it's like? Yeah. Total, it's like total recall." Oh, like I, I was also, literally like pushing in my eyes, and I'm like, "You no, can't I, like ask me that. before you do that, guy." I feel violated. <laughs> yeah, it was the last day, so he's probably like, "Just put it. Just on. get out. Just do this." I'm like you're hurting me. But I was so <laughs> impressed by the demo. You know, it's not a game. It's not 
a thing that's ever probably ever going to be released. Like I knew the demo like, was that awesome. was it. I got yeah. to one time and I'll probably never see that again. But the fact they had the room set up, I mean, a lot of you probably already saw my write-up on it's IGN. It's all but themed, right? Yeah, it was the room. It was a big room set up like a like a Pelican dropship. So you, everybody was on a bench. Mm-hmm. You'd stand up. You'd walk forward. To, to the waypoints. Well, were oh, there. I'm getting to that. Okay, yeah, okay. You'd get fitted with your, your HoloLens first, which uh-huh. I actually, yeah, I thought it was very lightweight, fairly comfortable. You could adjust. You could, there was a knob to tighten the fit on your head, and then you could... Tilt, you could tilt it in and out or up and down. So to try to find the in angle that out. was. <laughs> I love you guys owe each other so many hamburgers. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even know what to do anymore. Um, yeah. So the, and then yeah, and then they told you look, turn to your right, look down the hall, and wait for further instruction. And then the the actual blue diamond yeah. halo waypoint pops up, and it looks like it's down the hall. Mm-hmm. You walk towards it. You know the number. Of it the feet goes away, down, and it closer, gets closer, yeah. and then it points you to turn right into the briefing room. That was actually probably my favorite part, even though the the holographic table, like the actual mm-hmm. sort of meat of it, was neat too. But just the, like Halo got was made real for yep, about five was, seconds. I totally agree. Was in my life, it was cool to see like the Sarah Palmer demo where the Spartan is guiding you through how to play Warzone. Like, but there is a freaking. Spartan action figure that's come to life and is talking to me on this oh, table yeah. right now. That crazy. stuff was really cool. It did look visually impressive. I was just constantly bummed out. Like I can't see everything. So I like the Sarah Palmer thing, but what really like the gave hunter. me an idea of what the potential was was the hunter. hunter yes, yeah. the hunter uh, the comes hunter out. Was my favorite. Oh and yeah, like he runs. He goes fully animated. He yeah. looked really crisp. Yeah, it looked like and everything. A, an eighteen-inch tall, like foot and a half yeah. tall. I was like, wow, like that's really cool. And I like that you could move around the table. I'm, t- I'm moving away. From my <laughs> yeah, I'm moving away. From and my... and it would it wouldn't move with you. Like it was yeah. it was a thing in 3D space. Like it, mm-hmm. if you went yeah. right, you were just looking on the right side of it. You were not. It would not follow you. So I was. And then I, but I didn't figure you can. There was a, a mouse cursor that I they didn't even yeah, explain to so me. So when the infinity was just spinning, there, oh, yeah, in the yeah, beginning, yeah. you could actually use the like use your gaze as a cursor yeah. to highlight different parts of the ship to and, see what it did. and see what it did. Like you got armament information and yeah. general ship information and like propulsion information. I actually did that too. It was really interesting if to I see had, how it tracked your mm-hmm. eyesight. If I had known that that was a thing ahead of time, I would have pulled like every string I could have, which probably still wouldn't have worked, but I would. If only we could get that whole setup at the house party for everyone to try. That'd be great. That would be amazing. It's 100% not happening. Yeah, the Pelican ship and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yes. yeah. Just have the them build it there. Yeah. Just ship it from LA to, on the way back to Seattle. Yeah, there you go. Stop it here. But Set it alas. up. Bring in the staff. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking alas, of 3D stuff, happen. the Minecraft demo that I did, going yeah. back to that. Talk to me. That's really cool because... Um, I was talking to Steve Butts about this because he actually did the one at E3, and we were t- talking about how neat it is to actually be able to, you know, lean over, look down, and get that sense of like depth, right. and 3D. Um, just being able to do like that finger gesture to for me when I was like blowing things up, which is pretty mm-hmm. neat. It's very simple. Um, being able to walk around the entire thing and yeah. just like have that change in perspective. Can yeah. you just go and destroy everything? I didn't try it. I would have. <laughs> First thing I would have done. Oh, cool demo. It's because you're an aggro male. <laughs> Dinosaur. Testosterone. Just, yeah. Destin T-Rex. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that was the coolest thing I saw at E3. There were so many great games, don't get me wrong, but that was the that was the 
thing I walked out of going, wow. Just like, and I know, because I knew I'll never see it again. It's not, re- it's not a thing that's ever going to ship. And who knows? That's, that's the unfortunate part is we don't know the <laughs> final HoloLens. We don't know what that's going to look like. It could be a, a totally nerfed version of what we just played. You know, when, it, when something has to be mass produced and manufactured and sold at a price point that is such that people would actually buy it, like for all we know, those were $5,000 headsets right. that we were, that oh, we were sure. playing with. But even and, then, I wouldn't rule out games because one of the things that uh, Phil Spencer did say when we got to interview him back in January about HoloLens is that he felt that games is, you know, very much part of yeah. what's, you know, going to be important for HoloLens. I just don't see the application, though, especially given that the stuff they've shown is very limited. The interaction with Minecraft mm-hmm. seems sort of interesting, but there doesn't seem to be an initiative, at least right now, or any demos showing, that they want you to play a game with HoloLens on your head. Well, what if... might not be ready for that I don't think, yeah, I think they have to probably... I mean, think about it. It makes more sense to get this up and going for businesses, right? Let enterprise... Or schools. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Education? Yeah, let enterprise basically take care of the Think about a biology lesson. That's really cool. And bring it down to the point where then consumers can just play with it as a $300, you know, gadget in the house. Yeah. Go ahead. I had a really cool idea. You guys ever read Mark Twain's Mysterious Stranger? No. Where the devil makes clay people, but then they come to life, and then they interact with each other. What if you just had figures, and you could create, like, a world on the table, and, just see, like, and then how... they start interacting, but then you can, like, kill one of them and see how they grieve so and react you and I were on the same wavelength to D3. Like, every uh-huh. VR demo I saw, like, I started having more ideas. Like, I want to make a VR game, and it'd be like this, and you would do this. That's really cool. Like, oh, here's this preordained character. That. How do they interact with Something everyone else? Something like it. Yeah. Not for HoloLens, but uh, augmented reality I've done other demos and they ha- I was shown this other headset where they basically rolled out this special mat mm-hmm. and you could you looked at it and you could actually s- you basically use it like as a play mat and you could have real objects there as long as well as you know virtual stuff was that the X-Valve That's people cool. Jerry Ryan and uh, I believe so yeah mm-hmm. that thing is really cool but I wonder you know with Connect, they they basically tried to mainstream it via video games I wonder if they would take a different approach with HoloLens where they do try and get it into educational use and corporate use and mainstream it that way and work out the kinks and and get the costs down and then apply it to games with the next Xbox console. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes because sense. Because it, it clearly in the long the Connect bet did not pay off in the long run. It totally paid off in the short run. They sold like 10 million connects the first whenever the first year or first holiday season it was out like right very quickly but you know connect has just not had the legs as a platform that I'm sure they want hololens to to have a long tail to it so I wonder if they'll wait at, with video games and do do those later after they prove it in other areas. Yeah. I mean, they've already got NASA on board, so... <laughs> I mean, nevertheless, I, I was just, yeah, I was very excited by what I saw. It was the, the most interesting thing I saw. Uh, and I hope that the final, final version is that good and hopefully with a larger field of view because yeah. that was the only thing holding it back for me. Kudos said straight up, like they're no, like we don't think it's gonna be improved. Like we're happy. Oh, he did say that. Yeah, yeah. He was on Giant Bomb's live stream and said like, no, no, like that's it. That's that's the field of view. It might well, that's unfortunate. A little bit, but you know, that's pretty much. I mean, I get that. I can't even imagine how expensive it is from a from a from a you know horsepower standpoint to render what they do have versus something even twenty percent larger. 
but well, it is definitely a it's it is a drawback to the experience right yeah. now. Well, it could just be first gen tech, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Hopefully, it just keeps in the basically they keep developing it and it just gets better with each generation. Let's talk a little Halo 5 while we're sort of on the subject. So after we played HoloLens, we played Halo 5. (laughs) That's true. They're like, all right, now take it off and go play Halo. So did you guys, the three of us went to the the Monday event. We all played twice? Okay, so we played played Warzone. Great. Yeah. Destroyed everyone both times. I just like to go on the record. <laughs> yeah, so I'm standing next to Ryan, and um, I'm looking over because I'm wondering who's that in that ghost just running around destroying everybody. And I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Ryan. Dude, the second time, what the game I played with you, I don't know who the other team was, but I'm wondering if they were even there because they were just rolling. So. It's just like. I think the you know you're you're supposed to get to a thousand total team points, and I think it was a thousand to like four hundred or something. It was embarrassing <laughs> if you were the other people. I first I first you know I'm was, on foot. It was a group of school kids. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like for the you, day. you know by g- getting kills you earn requisition points, which you can then spend either when you die uh, between respawns or at these requisition stations. On you can spend them on weapons or vehicles, and so first. Spent my first couple points on a carbine. Like, all right, I got to get rid of this assault rifle. I'm going to get a carbine, pop a few guys. And then, all right, well, now I can get uh, – I think I went to a ghost. I think that's when you saw me in the ghost. <laughs> that was that was early on in the game. Like, eventually got either – I think it eventually got blown up there. And I'm, okay, well, I've, acc- I've accumulated enough points now to move up to – I think I skipped the Warthog that game. I did a Warthog the first game with you. Jump into a raptor. Went straight to a, uh, a mantis. Mantis. That that's what's called. Like, whoa! Well, oh, that was you too. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, destroying people and that. They just have no chance. Like just some dude on foot. Like, well, you're dead. So you were the guy. You were you were always just going for kills. I was the guy who was always going for objectives. I was constantly trying to oh, get yeah. in get kills in the base and not really worrying about what's happening elsewhere. That's teamwork, my, my friend. And yeah. man, does it work. Like, if you are out there in a mantis causing a ruckus, they're going to leave. I'm going to go in. I'm going to take their base. Well, mm-hmm. And now we have a new spawn. And then, point. both times I played, at the end, although it was right at the end, the first game, but at the second game, it was earlier on, I'm like, well, we're, we are absolutely wrecking these guys. I have tons of points. Phaeton, get, which is the new... Uh, Promethean, oh, you banshee uh, hornet equivalent. You I know, do not hovering know how that thing works. Hovering flight thing. It's VTOL. Use the bumpers oh, to that's my to problem. make it go up and down, and then it has two attacks. It's like the like, Halo Three ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, okay, that's cool. Just like the Hornet. Yeah, I more, just stayed up top and I was zipping around. Like more, it's, it's evasion dodge thing is really cool. More similar They're hard to, the, to take down. More similar to the Hornet than the Banshee because the Banshee is always moving. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas this can hover. But yeah, that has a, a bomb attack and a you know laser attack, and that was just like you guys are all done. <laughs> so, second time I played, I did objectives also, and uh, it contributed a lot more to yep. team points than anything yep. else because everybody else is just trying to find each other and kill each well, other. It just forces yeah. the enemy back to it backs him into a corner before it opens up their core, and now you have to destroy that, and you can just win instantly. You don't yeah. have to get a thousand; well, you just win. And what's yeah. cool is it's Halo Quidditch. <laughs> the uh, you know the whole the big new thing with Warzone, besides the fact that it's 24 players for the first time ever instead of the 16 cap, as we've always seen in Halo, there are Covenant, there are, and Prometheus, there are AI enemies on the field, pardon me, that that uh, first you start off, you have to clear them out of your base before you can even capture your so own So wait, base. there's neutral units, there's defensive structures, <laughs> there's a core in the base? 
what's all this MOBA stuff doing in my Halo game? I remember when we were at the thing on Monday, I'm like, miss, this is a MOBA, It just right? dawned on you. It's yeah. like, <gasps> yeah. It like hit I was me. so excited for yeah. you. Like, yes. This is the That's one I'm going to play, man. Dude, the MOBA takeover of genres is my favorite thing. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Yep. The multiplayer is yep. MOBA-tastic. Evolve is basically a MOBA. Battleborn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. But, uh, yeah, the the... You know, Titanfall. It's like Titanfall in that there are AI dudes, but in, in Titanfall, they're they're practically they're brainless. On yeah, purpose. they just they exist mm-hmm. to die on purpose. But in Halo, they're actual AI, and they there's one I got killed by a group. Yeah, of them I mean, they're point. they're straight up bosses in the area. You yeah. just you go up a hill, and it's yep. you know this general uh, Sangili Promethean Knight. Or yeah, yeah, or uh, there's the Baron in the oh, Banshee yeah. up top. Like yep. you need to take these guys down, well, and what's and you get tons of points for it. Right, the bosses get you major points and that's when you can just unlock like okay well now i'm gonna buy that that phaeton yeah and you can you can kind of risk reward gamble it like okay well they're going for the general up there they're gonna get the points but we can take their spawn point and then push back into their base so they can have the points but then we're gonna open up their core Mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely a checks and balances kind of thing destin what did you think of warzone I thought it was really interesting. There was so much going on the first time that I played. I like was a little unsure, but the second time I played, I'm like, all right, I get it. I know what I need to do to help yeah. my team win, and that's so capture objectives. You know, I enjoyed it. I'll play a lot of Warzone when Halo Five comes out. My only question, which I couldn't get a straight answer on, is: Is there still sixteen player, just traditional big team battle? I would imagine I, there is. I would hope so. I don't know why they'd get rid of it. It'd be strange if they, they got did. rid of firefight in Halo Four. It's true. So, well, but big that, team battles core to what Halo is. Firefight is not true, but yeah. Firefight is like a fan favorite thing, though. True, also true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you were a fan, Mitch. Given your oh yeah, love, yeah, I thought it was really smart. Can't wait to try new maps. Can't wait to really get. I mean, we played it twice. We got the gist, but I really want to dig into it and kind of uncover different strategies and figure out the value of each of these bosses and like when they're worth getting and right. the general balance of it. Elena, very excited. You're a fan or no? What do you think? Well, to be completely honest, I am a multiplayer wussy. So, um, <laughs> I generally stay out of it. I always play Halo single player. Um, but Nothing wrong actually, with that. Actually, this might pull me in. Because you can always just drive a Warthog around and rack up Wheelman assists. Well, That's not true. even just that. I mean, admittedly, when we played, that team was bad. Because <laughs> I'm able to kill somebody in a multiplayer yeah. match. That team is Y'all not got very a problem. Good. <laughs> yeah, you had problems. Did, so... Um, but yeah, I, I like the fact that I can go around instead maybe just dealing with AI, mm-hmm. which is a little less stressful for me because I know yeah. how to do that right, right. now. And then uh, I can learn how to do the rest. I wonder if it was just me because I was so excited by what Warzone was. Was anyone else sort of let down by the campaign demo? Uh, yes. Well, I just wanted I, I wanted to see more. Me I too. mean, you know, there was... Uh, you mean the onstage demo or yes. was there another yeah, yeah. one? No, okay. we only saw the onstage one. For I agree. Me, it just I seemed don't very... like Locke. I've said that many times. I, I want. He's so why boring, did, right? Why didn't they show Chief? His squad is great. I like yeah. Osiris a lot. I like their banter. It's really good. I just thought that the demo they showed was not very interesting. The combat looked mm-hmm. very predictable, very simple, very Well, old. and unfortunately, yeah. that, that's, as we'll talk about throughout the show, that for what I thought Microsoft had a phenomenal conference. I'm going to put it right out there. They showed a lot of, like, I didn't think there were really any duds. They showed a bunch of great games, many of which are out this year. But the the, the issue I have with their conference is a few, there are a few games, Mitch, where I thought that, the game was good, but the demo they showed on stage was not the best thing to show. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I would agree. I mean, Halo 5, I definitely wanted to see. I mean, it's E3. It's the big moment, the Super Bowl. Show me some Master Chief stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get like, oh, we want to save it for the game. Like, sure. Well, 
Not here. It's E3. Give me yeah. something. I want to see blue team. Here's Locke, the character you yeah. don't know. And three other characters. One yeah. you might kind of know. Two others you don't. You so know? that was a little bit of a disappointment. But yeah. Warzone was so good. We got to play that. Speaking of disappointing demos, <laughs> let's talk about the Tomb Raider stage demo. Because uh, I thought the demo on stage, where you know she's climbing the ice rock, she's got her buddy. I thought that demo fell a little bit flat for me. It didn't me too. show anything that makes me think like, oh, and, this is going to be a great Tomb Raider game. And everybody that tweeted me when I said, like, everybody thinks, why do you keep hating on Tomb Raider? I was because they thought because what they've me, shown is well, boring. Because yeah. we, you know, we were criticizing the that, trailer. that trailer ahead of E3. We're not criticizing the game. Criticizing yeah. the marketing. They're criticizing yeah. the, the, the marketing. Yeah, how they're presenting the game. Because I have every bit of confidence that the game yeah. is going to be good. Highlighted by the behind closed doors demo that Which they showed. so good. 15 minutes. She's it's she's wading through snow in a blizzard. Has to, ma- has to make camp. Uh, take out a bunch of guys stealthily and then fight a freaking grizzly bear. That sounds good. Which, cool. by the way, that video is now on IGN. I 100% definitely want you to go watch it's it. It's so good. Yeah, you're right, Mitch. The stage demo was the ice climbing thing. Those were all things that we did in, to- in the first Tomb Raider. It also didn't look just like just recent. Yeah. And it, it was just, just, like it just ice events. instead of a mountaintop. Yeah. And so, it's, yeah, the, the, and, you know, some people said uh, to me, well, the, the behind closed, it was way too long. They couldn't have shown that. Well, first of all, if Tomb Raider is your your big November title for the year, it's your number make two title. Space. Al- yeah, mm-hmm. along with Halo, you make the space. Or okay, if you don't want to show the whole fifteen minute thing, cut it down to a little bit of the stealthy stealth kill snow stuff, and then show the grizzly bear. Yeah, fight. close with the bear. Like, yeah, do the in- that, do the Call of Duty thing in the interest of time. Dot dot dot. Right. Yeah. Skip, skip so yeah, I just fight. yeah, I agree. I was disappointed with the stage demo, and then yeah. it completely redeemed itself oh, yeah. with the behind closed doors. It's demo. so good. Tomb Raider looks excellent. Like not just visually, which it is just phenomenal, but it looks like the sequel that I want to play. It's got a lot of really great uh, combat design. The stuff with the bow looks great. The bear fight looks incredible. Oh, and the cra- they showed the crafting in that demo too. That I did not the, see. The yeah, the you can craft and upgrade your bows, which oh cool, a little you had bit that of that in the first yeah. one. Yeah. I jokingly leaned over to James, who was sitting next to me. I'm like, okay, do you think we're going to climb a rock this year? Because they did it with Call of Duty. It was a blizzard setting, yeah. and you <laughs> climb a rock. And then I, and then we see the, the Tomb Raider demo. I'm like, this is the Call of Duty demo from yeah. like three years ago. Yeah, was, exactly. Uh, was that Modern Warfare Almost. 3? Black Ops yeah, 2? one of the Modern Warfares where they hold up. You know, and climb a rock. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. That was a great demo, though. Yeah. <laughs> Later, when it was in interest yeah. of time, they actually showed yeah, combat. Yeah. But I was just surprised that uh, they didn't show more. Yeah, Elena, what did you think of Tomb Raider, both on stage and, and otherwise? You know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is probably A resounding where... sigh. Well, <laughs> no, this yeah. is probably where everyone just, like, mutes. Because I, I wasn't super into the first one. No? Um, so I was hoping this the second one would have enough to draw me in. And I still haven't, haven't seen anything haven't yet. Haven't seen enough yet? Yeah. That's fair. fair I want to see her growth as a character. You yeah, know. that was well, almost enough. Can't convey that in a stage demo. Yeah. They also didn't really convey that in the first game as effectively as I think a lot of people say they did. Yeah. I thought there was a lot missing in the first game. I, I liked it as a game. I thought Lara's story, top to bottom, was a mess. Didn't mm-hmm. do anything for me at all. That's why I was hoping they would improve it with yeah, this one. You me know, too. And I didn't see it in any of the demos, unfortunately. You can see it a little bit in how she carries herself, like how she, she speaks, you know, handles yeah. herself for the most part. But sure. it's not... Like I, as you all say are saying, not enough yet to really make that call. Mm-hmm. But yeah, please go on IGN and watch that 15 minute 
behind closed doors demo because it is it is the demo that in my opinion they should have showed on stage. I'm gonna go watch it. <laughs> I wanna know what happens with the grizzly bear. Do they make friends? Are they friends now? <laughs> After I... she shoots poison arrows in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. That's Don't how you make spo- friends, right? Yeah. Well that's how we met and became yeah. some good buds. Yeah. <laughs> Hug. <laughs> Recore, which yes. for some reason my brain keeps wanting to call Neocore. I have no why? idea why. Like, where is that? I don't from? know. I have no explanation for Maybe it's my for all the robots. My yeah. brain does not want to function correctly when it comes Recore. to this video game. To be fair, it's not a great name. It's a little weird. Hopefully, uh, it makes more sense once we actually get some real story. Or tell me about yeah. this, this so, game, Mitch. Uh, Recore is the the next game from Keiji Inafune Studio Concept. And it's uh, also in development with Armature. Is that the other studio? The yep. X Retro yep. guys? bunch of X Retro folks. So good combination of devs, good premise. You know, a girl and her robot dog walking around, having Tell a good, good old adventure. And the spoiler, the dog gets blown up. <laughs> uh, and I think that the idea... Everybody was like, no! I would imagine the idea of Recore is because like she takes the core from the dog and reapplies it to another robot. And now it's the same creature. Spirit. It's the same AI. Yeah. But yeah. now in a different Gigantic body. Gigantic mech-like body. It's going to be puzzle-oriented where you change yes. the cores. And, and that's, yeah. that's which is rad. so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, oh, here's remnants of old robots. Here, what do you do? Oh, you can do that. It's interesting if I move you over there and then switch. Like, yeah. that, I'm already excited by those possibilities, especially when it, you enter combat and you think like, oh man, I need a defensive robot to protect me because I'm going to go make some risky plays. That is has an enormous amount of potential mm-hmm. and is very exciting. This is uh, an Xbox One exclusive. It's a new IP. Yeah, this was the thing that Phil teased yes. on Twitter like a month or so <laughs> ago and said, "We'll have one, uh, you know, we'll have one new uh, first party ex- AAA exclusive IP on stage of the show." And it was like, well, "What's it going to be?" Yeah. They also they have more than one. Well, true. We'll get to that. But this is the one he was referring to. Yeah, and this one is super exciting. I I love the idea of playing as this woman and her cool little robot animals. Uh, dogs, big theme of the show this year. Yeah. Good job, industry. Yeah. We had a uh, dog meat, from do- the German Shepherd from yep. Fallout 4. We have the record dog. There was, um, hold on, there's at least there one so or two dogs, more. Yeah. There were definitely remember. one or two more. Do you, do you count the Last Guardians creature? Yeah, bird dog. Yes, bird, bird dog. dog counts 100%. Bird dog 100% counts. It there's, sounds like he says bird dog. I twi- bird dog! Yeah, <laughs> I tweeted bird about dog. it. I can't remember. But yeah, year of the dog, go E3. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, Recore looking great. They said, I think they said spring spring 2016 uh, in the, at the end of the trailer. Sometime so, in the future. Well, <laughs> thanks, Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. So this is great. Still this is already, delayed. this is showing Xbox One has a really good 2016 after its really promising holiday 2015. So, I mean, I, I thought Sony had a really great show. Destin and I did a video that's getting a lot of attention from people who oh, are very God. angry at us, saying PlayStation had a better show than it Xbox. Was oh, I would disagree with that. I feel like that's the conference right. presentation that Sony had was stronger than the way Xbox presented. I agree. That's and I think what it was. Both of them were phenomenal. Yeah, they were both great. I don't even want to get into this. No, no, right. It's just going to like go right. down the rabbit yeah. hole. I, yeah. But when you look at Xbox's conference, there's obviously a lot going on. This shows that they have not only a lot of great-looking stuff coming this year, but they are already telling you stuff that you're going to play in the spring and in the summer and in the fall. Like yeah. They're preparing for the next year. They already want you to be thinking about Xbox One in 2016. We, we, we already have, for, for 2016 Xbox One, we're looking at ReCore. We're looking at Sea of Thieves, which is we're going to get to in a minute. Yep. We're looking at Crackdown, Mass Quantum Effects. Break, Scalebound. Oh, man, yeah. I'm talking first-party first party? exclusive. I'm talking Xbox yep. exclusives. That's uh, one game so that wasn't there. Crackdown. Gears, I wish Gears, Gears, holiday. Gears Four. Yes, holiday. So that that right there, we just ripped off six exclusive games. Oh, Cuphead Seven. 
Man. So, uh, oh, Inside 8. Uh, so, that, I think that'll be this year. That was another one not no, there. That I don't know. No way. They delayed it's, it out of early 2015. It's not, whatever. it wasn't at E3. I think it's because they're finishing the game. Okay. I, the, I, that creator, uh, Art. Dino? Dino? Well, he's the guy. He's yeah. like, but, but uh, anyway, play, play he's, dead. Yeah, I know play dead, but uh, the guy making it is really sensitive about when he shows it and talking yeah. about it and stuff. I so, would, yeah. I, I would, think that game's this year. I yeah. would make an in and out bet over that. Boom. Oh. <laughs> 2016. That's going to be some New Year's sweet, sweet, One of you are just going to have to come in with like 20 hamburgers and just <laughs> I'm gonna dump get, them yeah. on there. Although, <laughs> I'm going to get in and out like two months. By the way, if, if I lose this bet and I'm playing inside this year, I will happily buy <laughs> yeah, you in and out. That is <laughs> a win situation. But uh, yeah, to, fi- to finish up on ReCore, uh, the thing that's cool about this to keep in mind is if you're like, well, you know, we still don't know exactly what it is. The reason to be excited here is that it's Inafune. And the yes. reason to be excited about Inafune-san is this is the guy that made Dead Rising and Lost Planet happen. There is, in my opinion, nobody better in the world at fusing creative Japanese leaning design uh, principles principles with and applying it in a way that's super appealing to Western gamers. And the fact that they have armature working with him means that they'll get rid of all the stuff that I probably don't like about Dead Rising and Lost Planet and just make yeah. it like the perfect version of those kinds of yeah. games. Yeah, nobody, no Japanese game designer, I think, understands the Western market better than Completely KG and Afune. Agree. Completely and agree. that's why I think it's time to get psyched about, yeah. about ReCore if you're not already. So... Another game to get psyched about, just stealing Destin's Thunder. You got nothing today, Destin. I don't know. Oh, is, game I, don't, I don't want to do cheesy segues because, like, all this stuff is cool and I want to talk about it. <laughs> so you're saying the other yeah. news sucked? Yeah, no, no, no. It's just we have a lot to get through. A lot. Yeah. So Sea of Thieves was We're announced a third of the on stage. Wait, through the show. Yeah, we have so much to go. Yeah. It's going to be a long one. Uh, sea of Thieves was announced on stage. This is the next new IP from Rare. Rare is finally making a video game, you guys. Rare yeah. is back, you guys. A real video game, not, not Kinect, Rare replay, whatever. Not rest yeah. Avatar Sports. Rest in yeah. peace. Yeah. Connect Sports. It's over. Good riddance. Yeah. It's over. Thank you, whoever let them make this. <laughs> this is already one of my most anticipated anythings. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this. I think the... Of everything Microsoft showed, this might have been the one that had the uh, IGN war room at the show buzzing the most. Everybody was stoked on this. It's first person. Like in It looks t- like an MMO, is it? No. Okay. It's a, but it is a shared world. It's like Destiny. Destiny style. Okay. So it's not full up oh. MMO, but it's, it you know, is. large world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's basically an but, MMO. Yeah. What's amazing about this, in about... Five seconds. I knew this was a rare game by the art direction. Yep. Oh, yeah. You could. It has that signature, beautiful like style and rare color. That's just that incredible use of the color palette to it. First person pirate walking the plank, sailing a ship, looking, searching islands for adventures and yep. caves and oh, so good. <laughs> Tell me, Mitch. Yeah. So I mean, the the very brief gameplay trailer we saw. Just kind of gives you an idea of what the theme is. You know, it's got that just like perfect piratey Pirates of the Caribbean style music. It, it that's just, just has very this jaunty. like. It just has this. Maybe I'm people are gonna exa- uh, accuse me of like overselling this now, but I just got this like sense of joy from yeah. that game. Like, it seems like the un- happiest pirate game in the world. <laughs> it does. I got a sense of joy when I found out you can 
have a mutiny and make somebody make walk the plank. people walk the plane. You didn't see yeah. that part? No. Yes, yeah. you did. I must have just missed that. In the I've, trailer, dude, there's I've seen a that scene. like five times. I've, ne- I've missed that every the time. The mutiny yeah. part or the Do walk we need the plank p- part? Both. Do we need to screen oh. this for you yeah. again? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch this trailer again. Go. Yeah, so Tell like you, you see this person team up with a team of four or something and they're on the ship and they're going and then there's just a scene where they make one of them walk the plank. Oh, it's they're so like, you're out of here. I would imagine that's Oh, and there's sharks in the water And there's sharks in the water. So you're going to get eaten. I would yeah. imagine that's an emergent style thing rather than like, oh, it's time to walk the plank mission. Like that seems like something we all four of us could team up and turn on, on our captain and say like, yeah. you're like, out of here. Dude. You know what? Sorry, Ralph's Elena, you're jerk. out. <laughs> all right. And this, the, I was that, prepared. The potential for that makes me not want to play or to secretly play this game with my friends, to be like on Skype on Xbox One uh, talking to my friends and then teaming up with randoms mm-hmm. so that we can steal their stuff. <laughs> oh yeah! Like I'm, in my brain immediately goes into rust mode, mm-hmm. where it's like, "What's the worst thing I can do to these people? <laughs> How can I break them the most?" Kind of like with Fallout Shelter, like you've been doing. Oh man! Wait, what have you been doing to Fallout? <laughs> I've been trying to see like all the weird stuff I can do. Like I'm sending uh, all the pregnant women out to the wasteland. Like, all right, I didn't good. know you could do that. Yeah, I'm putting all the men to work in the kitchen and sending the women out to war. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't even know if you can do it. I just the pregnant women. D- this is just the weird stuff Destin and I were talking about in that game. Yeah, like I don't. I don't even know if you can't do it. <laughs> All right, enough of that segue. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. But yeah. I just got a notification for Fallout Shelter. Actually, while we you got some, you got some <laughs> yeah. electricity waiting for you, yeah. Destin. Yeah, uh, Sea of Thieves. It was. I mean, it, yeah, it's rare as back. It's. Uh, I would suspect this will probably be a Windows 10 crossplay game. Oh, right? Uh, Why yeah. wouldn't it be? I would almost guarantee that. A lot of their games are that now, so not surprised. Gears but, is, yeah. For the Ultimate first party edition. Yeah. 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 And then Gears 4 will probably be as well. Yeah. But Rock yeah, I mean, at that pretty heavily. They showed, so yeah, they it starts on the island. They're, you, you, they walk around, there's like a, there's a guy, there's a skeleton that's been impaled, mm-hmm. stuck to a post, and he's just a skeleton. He's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. They start to turn into a cave, and then there's like a bird sound or something, and he turns and then walks down the beach, and that's where you get the ship reveal. And there's people just walking around, mm-hmm. and then you just see this awesome ship combat where there's a guy who's actually driving the boat, and you have people uh, manning what, the sails yep, and stuff. Yeah, everybody's got a job. That's so good. Like it makes me think this isn't just an action game; it is a game where there are actual systems at play that you have to yeah. monitor, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, I could just yeah. This the thing about this too is I noticed, you know, because we were just immersed in E3 all day. There was the EA press conference started, you know, about an hour or so after the Microsoft one, two hours after the Microsoft one ended. And uh, trending, U.S. trends on Twitter, the last two things that were still trending after the Microsoft conference had ended were Cuphead, which we'll get to in a second, and Sea of Thieves. Like, those were the two that people seemed to be super buzzing about, and those were certainly the two that we were we were on fire for. So, bravo, Rare. Thank God you're back. <laughs> Take all your connects and burn, burn them in them. a fire. <laughs> and we will see you I wonder on, the, if, on the open seas. Yeah, I wonder if they did that office space style with the connects. So, while we're on the, the Rare note, uh, Rare Replay. So excited. Are you? Wow, I, didn't, yes. I did not peg you for like a Rare fan. So, um, not a huge Rare fan, but I'm a huge Conquer fan. Oh, Where yeah. are these people coming from? Why <laughs> didn't I know that I was the only person in the world who's like, yeah, Conquer's fine. Everybody here loves Conquer. Yes. Loves him. I, we just, do. 
just, how can you not? <laughs> He's a dumb squirrel who makes fart jokes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Bravo, sir. <laughs> Conquer in 2016 for president. <laughs> I guess is whatever. Banjo Kazooie, I mean, come on. Banjo Kazooie, I'm very excited about. I'm excited for more than anything. Battletoads. So glad Marty's not here. We can celebrate the <laughs> greatness that is Battletoads. So this game is. Uh, we were very, very lucky to be secretly tipped off of this ahead of time because our UK team. We have an IGN UK. We were invited to Rare out in the boonies of of England uh, to go to their studio. And they showed our UK guys all this. They shot a sort of making of documentary and then a bunch of Let's Plays with the Rare team for a ton of these games. It's 30 games. So please go to I, – I, the easiest thing is probably just Google IGN Rare Replay. And yeah, that, that new should, story uh, has everything you need in terms of what is in that collection. It's, you know, various versions of Battletoads, yeah. Cameo, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Jet Force Gemini, which I'm super excited to go back I to. Glass Corps. Really? Yeah, it, Man. Yeah. RC Pro-Am is one oh, from nice. my childhood yep. on the NES. Jetpack Refueled is one of my favorite XPLA games it's ever. It's a dollar a game. I know. Yeah, 30 yeah. games, That's $30. It's out August 4th. 10,000 achievement points. Damn. Holy moly. Which is a lot. I like that that was a bullet point. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, uh, the now the only thing I'm remotely disappointed about is it's it's the it's the original N64 version of Conquer. Which I'm actually Which glad is great, about. But I was also hoping it would have the Xbox version, Conquer Live and Reloaded, because that game is stunning. The fur shading in that game, like it's the still... fur shading. <laughs> you're laughing. Have you no, looked at it lately? It, I'm Does just, it still I look just, good? It well, looks yeah. great. Cracks, that phrase always Screw says you guys. Me. No, the <laughs> fur shading is kind of a funny... The, the, the yeah, term is just cracks me up. Yeah. It's just so like... I didn't invent the term. I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, the the Xbox remake was so gorgeous. It had multiplayer. Uh, I did run into Craig Duncan, the studio head of Rare, and I actually asked him. I was like, "This is awesome, but I love the Xbox version." And he said, "Well, you you just you can't get the N sixty four version anymore. So we wanted to put the version in that's, that's just oh, yeah. that's which I was cool. like, you know what." Fair enough. Honestly, Ab- you are yeah. correct, sir. Mad respect that for that. You know better, better than though, I do. If you want the pure experience, because they had a sensor, some of the songs for the Xbox <laughs> yeah, version. That's true. Fair point. So. Fair point. So yeah, I mean, it's it's almost all there. Even "Grab by the Ghoulies" is in there from yeah. the, oh, their their very first Xbox project mm-hmm. from the original Xbox. Uh, yeah, how can if you look up fan service in the dictionary, there is now a picture of this <laughs> because how can you not? Like this. It's got that weird, ugly Battletoad on it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How can they not be making a new Battletoads game, by the way? They had. They, they are. On the cover of that game is this, like, beautifully rendered, ugly Battletoad. <laughs> and then at the show, they had this giant Battletoad statue. It's like six and a half feet tall with his sunglasses. And he's got his, all this gross zits. Oh, all I took over a him. picture next to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I took a couple photos of it. It's great. Like, you don't make that thing if you're not making a Battletoads game, right? I hope you're right. I mean, here's the thing. Rare, we know, has they've got at least two teams because there's the Sea of Thieves team and yep. the, the crew that put together Rare Replay. Rare Replay here, it's uh, June 24th as we record this. That collection is basically done. I'm sure it's it out is. in a month oh, and yeah. change. So, are those people going to roll over to a Battletoads project, or maybe is there a Battletoads project already working? What would that look like, though? Just a beat 'em up? 
hopefully a side-scrolling, just a modern reinvention of it. You know, 2D gameplay. Yeah, that 3D. always just worries me because those have been done wrong so many times. So many times. I would point you to yeah. Bionic Commando Rearm. Bionic Commando was oh phenomenal. Oh my god, it's so but good. It's, it's not that type of game. Scott Pilgrim so. was really good as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, if you can do something like that, Castle Crashers, yeah. obviously yeah. a good example of a 2D side-scroller. Just don't do what they do with Do- Double Dragon Neon. Ninja Turtles. Oh, don't even. No need to bring that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was rough. Double Dragon Neon. Not a, not a good thing, but yeah. So Rare Replay, like how could you not? It's like, oh, 30 bucks. Okay. Dollar yeah. a game. I'll play that. Done. Mm. Speaking of good side-scrollers, well, it's not always a side-scroller. Cuphead. Does it matter, though? That game is just yeah. gorgeous to look at. Regardless. It's about the art style, right? It's so good. Mm-hmm. Cuphead, our winner of IGN's best Xbox One game of E3. Really? Yep. I still haven't seen our awards page. I should go check you that out. You should probably look at that. <laughs> I want to see if all the stuff I voted for won. I'm That's because sure you went to Disneyland after I did. E3. I turned my brain off. No more video games, Which just rides. Woo! the correct thing to do. It was awesome. Disney's fun. Yeah, I was reading the our winners. I mean, I submitted my votes, but I didn't know how anybody else voted. And yeah, it was I was at the airport waiting to go home and like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. Won. And, you know, that's people, you know, people are like, whoa. So many people crying to me on Twitter. What a Tomb Raider or Halo. Like, it was about, so w- we were there. We saw everything. We played lots of stuff. It was about what was shown at E3. And as we talked about, Tomb Raider and Halo did not have, our great great games were stoked for that just did not make the as good a showings yeah. as we wanted them to. Cuphead did. It's also incredibly telling that this game is special if it is beating all of those. Mm. Like in a unanimous vote with the staff, like the majority of people said Cuphead was the best Xbox game. Well, I have show. no idea what the vote actually was. It could have won by one vote sure. for all I know. But even then, the majority of the people, yeah. like it won the majority vote. But don't use the word unanimous. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> good point. All right, fair, fair. Every single person said it was the best. But you can say that in the war room when that came up on screen, everyone got really excited. Was everyone, like, oh my God. Anyone who had yes. not seen that game was like, what? That's the thing. I saw it. I played it at GDC, and I was telling everybody, and people would kind of just like give me the, the usual glassy-eyed look that oh, they give me. Oh, it's a two D action game. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then at E three, I was just like, "See, I told exactly you all." The action I had about Halloween. Cuphead is just like this beautiful, creative sequence of boss fights that meshes up like old school Reminds video me game of mechanics. Contra. A little bit. It's, it's a, a bullet yeah. hell shooter. That's yeah. that's that's part of what makes it amazing. Is it's. Cuphead looks like this cute, adorable platformer. And it's just punishing. It is punishing. a balls-to-the-wall bullet hell shooter. Mm-hmm. Good luck. It is so hard. It's there's it's nothing but boss fights. Yeah. Mostly. It's Yeah, it's a lot of sequences of just, like, very challenging scenarios. You move from one to the next, and it's the two-player co-op stuff is really cool. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that story. It is, like, the weirdest 1930s-style Cuphead and his buddy thing. Mugman. Mugman. Oh, <laughs> Mugman. Two, two-player co-op Contra style. Uh, yeah, this wait. is so good. I can't and wait. And there's for this. like an overworld map too when you're yes. moving between areas. Correct. Yeah. Okay. The only thing that was a bummer here was, you know, again, having played it, seen it at GDC, which was three months ago now. At the end of their showing at E3, it's, uh, I mean, they made a little joke about it, but it's 2016. It's like, oh no, it's not. <laughs> Guys. This, I gotta wait. I'm willing to wait for that video game. Yeah, whatever it takes for that game to be as perfect as possible. Take I'm time. telling you that that is we have no well, there's no shortage of games to play in the meantime. What I think Limbo uh, Inside and mm-hmm. Cuphead are going to be this generation's Braid and Limbo for yeah. Xbox One. Like as far as like the premium digital titles that everyone's going to remember. Castle Crashers as well. I mean that that was for another sure. one that just it 
it landed so well and continued to sell for years and years and is getting remade for new for consoles. Yeah. yeah, it's coming back. But bravo, Cuphead. The award is well-deserved. Absolutely. And if you, wanna, if you disagree with it, again, we were lucky enough to be there and see everything. It's a. It was a great choice. It wasn't just like, well, everything sucked except yeah. Cuphead. It was... All this stuff was awesome, but yeah. damn Cuphead. Hey, if you disagree, that's fine, but like, please pay attention to Cuphead. It's so cool. Yes. So cool. Lines were just always constant, even on the last day at like 3 o'clock when I was oh, wow. They were yeah. well short of yeah. demo stations for that, mm-hmm. for sure. Gears of War 4, Mitch, you are our resident Gears of War spurt. <laughs> nope. Don't know how word. I feel about that one, nah. but I'll take it. Uh, uh, you yeah. love Gears of War <clears throat> probably really more than everyone else in this office. You're a huge fan of the series. Yes. And uh, we thought that maybe Gears 4... I thought Gears 4 would just be a teaser thing, like yeah. a, a cinematic teaser. Yeah, we talked about that. Maybe we get that, a by logo. The way. I just have to bring that up. Did you? I was like... Please do. You guys were like, they're going to show the remake. There's no way they'll show Gears 4. I'm like, I think they're going to show something for Gears 4, like a teaser I f- Yeah, I figured we'd get a at very least, short teaser. Yeah. We'd get a logo, best yeah. case. Um, and in the end, that is almost what we got with Gears 4. The demo was very short, not terribly informative, but it did establish a couple of very important things Yeah. Uh, in that it is focused on two players, it is back to the roots of its like dark horror style did they con- atmosphere. Sorry, did they confirm that it's two player? So that demo because was we two saw players. two player and they played together, but that does that mean? So in any other Gears game, they, if there were four, you people, split up sometimes two and two though in old Gears games. That's remember? a good point. So yeah, maybe there are two other people. So okay. I would imagine it's two players though, because hmm. wasn't Gears one the same thing? Like you would pick which AI to go with down a different path uh, yeah. at different points. Which yeah. like there were Destin four saying. of you, but mm-hmm. you would uh, there was always two players. Yeah. So, I mean, Phil talked about this last year, uh, saying, you know, we're going to get back to Gears roots. So maybe that's indicative of this as well. Hmm. Uh, new monster doesn't look a lot well, like let's a... let's back up for a second. I was very surprised. No Marcus, no... Yeah. No he Delta has squad. to be there. We don't know who these characters are. We don't know when this takes place. We don't know where they are. It's like, I don't think that's Sarah. I don't think Sarah has two moons, but I don't know the lore well enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know anything about what this game is. I wasn't impressed by the demo. I thought it was really way too dark. Like, if you're going to show off your game, show it off. Don't mask it behind darkness, you know? And that was a little disappointing for me. Yeah, again, this is one where I'm stoked for the game. I I have full faith in Rod and the team uh, at the Coalition, but I thought as a coming-out party for Gears 4, this was not a great showing because I didn't have a problem so much with the darkness, but I guess my problem with the darkness is that, like, Gears 1 blows you away visually like yeah. oh my god and that's what we hope gears 4 is going to do because it's unreal engine 4 that's going to do that all over again for this generation but we saw some really cool like wind blowing the trees effects but it was mostly just them running around and then there wasn't an execution yeah. until the very end and they showed one new monster and i just thought it was kind of an underwhelming coming and out party it for wasn't years. really like your average vertical slice demo where it's here's the coolest part of the game that you get to see now yeah. it was basically like let's jump in to mission number two after yeah. the first cutscene, and it's just like it's just a mission it's a quick look at the game it didn't have any it didn't have like a huge hook to it it was just like here it is and the characters didn't have a lot of character which was yes. sad well, they, they were we just saw. kind of bland yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's just because we don't know who they are. We don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they, where they're going. But yeah. even then, like, I felt like the dialogue wasn't very engaging, right? You don't have to know anything about characters to find that their interaction is really interesting. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? And I just felt like the whole time that it didn't tell anything about who they were, about anything about them, period, what they were doing. And it's just very generic. Compare that reveal with the Mad World reveal for Gears 1, you know, yeah. like night and day. Yeah, I do... I, again, I have full faith in Gears oh, yeah. of War 4. It was just, yeah, I, I wanted to be blown away more. And I wonder if, Mitch, you make a good point about the vertical slice thing versus real gameplay. Is this just a case where I'm complaining either way, where if it's the vertical slice thing that eventually gets downgraded, yep. everybody gets mad, or they show a real thing, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't that great. So yeah. Am I just being a whiny gamer I think right it's, now? I think it's just because this demo was very teasery. You didn't get a lot of character interaction. You mm-hmm. didn't learn a lot. You got to see it, but wasn't maybe necessarily the ideal setting to show it. So, like, in terms of, like, the in-game setting, not E3. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't super informative. It was more just confirmation that it exists, and here's some new characters and a new yeah. monster, and let's talk later. And a Ge- release date, holiday 2016. And I would imagine we'll see more at Gamescom. Gears 1 was mm. the Mad World reveal. Gears 2 was, like, a red silhouette where you kind of got a taste of what you're going to expect from Gears 2, you know? Oh, it wasn't Gears 2 the one where they chainsaw dueled at the yeah, end? Yeah, they yep. chainsaw yeah, like, dueled, and it kind of gave you, like, let your imagination imagine what Gears 2 is. Oh, you can't just get chainsawed all the time, and it's really interesting. And this one, they just kind of showed you everything. Thing. There's nothing left to imagination, and yeah. All right, so we're keeping a close eye on Gears 4, Very obviously, exciting. as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can play it with a new controller. <laughs> Thank you, Destin. There you go, there's the segue. <laughs> You're on, yeah. that's, the, yeah. that's the guy I love. <laughs> Elite controller. That's out of left field. Wasn't yeah. expecting yeah. this. Uh, all four, I mean, it's like, well, Xbox One already has the best controller, so this was a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's a well. The, the price didn't go up. You guys found the price on Amazon. Yeah, after. they didn't announce it at the show <laughs> for good reason. Yeah. So I I looked at that and went, oh, but that's like a seventy five dollar controller. Oh. Why not no. double that? Hundred fifty dollar controller. Yeah. So, <laughs> which I later learned, I ran into Alfredo Diaz, our our good friend, former former video man and former uh, pro gamer here at IGN, still of course doing his thing. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, he he informed me of in the pro gaming community, there is a controller called the Scuff that a lot of those guys use, including him. That is two hundred and fifty dollars. So not so bad now. The elite, yeah, completely eats those guys as lunch, Mm -hmm. leaves them hanging out to dry. But I got to try it out. They had at the showcase event on Monday. They had it rigged up to Halo Three and Master Chief Collection, just for you to run around. And so, yeah, it's got the – everything's all magnetized, so you can pull off the thumbsticks and put on different styles like of different thumbstick. lengths of thumbsticks give yeah. you better. Yeah, and then there, there are little four paddles on the back, so you can bind, you can do the buttons on the back. Mm-hmm. Those I did, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those, those are, have been standard for a while, too, and they yeah. really help and, you. And they, again, they're, they're magnets, so they don't fall off, but if you, you, can, you can pull them off mm-hmm. and switch them out or take them off. Yeah. So, so you can use, like, the modified thumbsticks if that's your thing, but if you don't want to use the paddles, you can just get rid of them. Yep. It's fully so, customizable. It's like the MLG controller in that correct. way. Correct. And, I, again, this is where I think – it's a super smart move by Microsoft. I mean, they're probably not going to sell a lot of these to, to guys like you or I Correct. or, or uh, gamers like anybody in this room. But for the Alfredos of the world, for the guys that are those pro gamers, this is a way. This is a great way for Microsoft to try and get the pro gamers playing on their console. 
So we saw them, you know, they're going after, I, I think Phil's been very smart about this. They're going after the people that haven't upgraded yet with backwards compatibility, and they're going after those hardcore pro gamers who sort of spread the word to their friends. And yeah. it's like if they, if you see Alfredo and all the pro guys Twitch streaming on Xbox, it makes the viewers more, li- more you know, whether consciously or not, more likely to be like, oh, cool, I'm at my favorite streamer is... Is doing Walking really well Xbox. with that thing. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get an Xbox also. So I just think it's a brilliant play in that regard. I'll be very curious to see when Halo 5 becomes the kind of star player for the Halo World Championship Series uh, or the Halo Championship Series, if this is what the players use. Like, do they stick with the original or do they want to use this thing with like the paddle jumps? And... Well, they probably already have the, the other one. I mean, if they're playing at a professional level, yeah. then they've already invested the 250. Why would sure. they? I mean, they'll get it go free is why. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, from what I understand, like that stuff wears out too, right? So if you're, lo- if you're looking to get a new one, yeah. then that's something you can consider. Yeah, I mean, if they try it and it's better than the more expensive product, then that'd be a big win for Microsoft. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. You tried it right away? That I actually didn't have time to get to. Oh, okay. Ion. Mitch? That's a game. You're a DayZ guy. You've played the game. <laughs> a little Such bit. A little bit. Strange little tiny looking bit. thing. Yeah. Uh, Dean is the gentleman's Dean name. Dean Hall. Right? Yeah, Dean Hall. We had him here in the office. Rock I brought Hall. him here for DayZ a lot, like really early in my yep. career here. Yep. Yeah. He's got a new game which is coming exclusively to Xbox called Ion. Yeah. Possibly the strangest trailer yep. of the entire Microsoft conference. And I still don't know what that game is. Space. Yeah. And uh, Space. That's, not a, that's not a complaint. It's just Space. like I. That's all that was shown. An alien inside, maybe something else. I don't even know. Yeah. Still. So what is? I don't know. Like I'm trying to. They, they. He talked about it a little bit during the PC conference, City Three, and even then, it wasn't super helpful. But the gist, I think, is like you're doing Daisy style stuff in space on ships or something. I don't know. But Dean Hall is a really smart guy. He is. He knows what makes for great player stories he knows what makes for really interesting systems and he marries them in a in a good way you see that with daisy mm-hmm. he worked on arma so obviously like he knows the complexities of something like that a game that is reliant on a lot of really complicated systems so if he's bringing it to console not to be disparaging but he will simplify that and he will make it more accessible to a console audience um and i'm excited for whatever this is yeah i trust him with gaming yeah you know whatever he's gonna make i'm sure he'll know what he's doing by the way probably another thing we can throw onto the xbox in 2016 pile yeah which mm-hmm. yeah again it's so xbox clearly staked out they've got some kick-ass stuff for this year which i thought they they did really really well it's like if you're gonna buy a console this year here's a gr- bunch of great reasons why you should grab an xbox and then yeah like you're, you're you were hinting at destin's very quietly like oh 2016 is looking pretty sweet too mm-hmm. so Looking forward to finding a lot more out, out about Ion. I'm a little confused about the the marketing team at Microsoft. Like, why aren't they doing a bigger push for, like, Tomb Raider being exclusive on their console? I've been thinking about that since we talked about mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. Because, like, Sony's, like, Call of Duty's the new new home is on PlayStation, you know? Why aren't they making a big bigger deal about the fact that they have Tomb Raider? I don't think they have done a really good job of that. I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I don't, uh, Get it together, guys. You have a well, huge property. But it's Tomb Raider. Remember, though, that... They're still Sony is not doing anything at Gamescom, or they're not doing a keynote at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is, yeah, and we got more coming, is what you're saying. That, that's what I'm saying is that I'll be they there. might, yeah, you'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So E3, it, you know, they did have a significant demo, even if it was not the one we we, we wish we saw the other one. Yeah, 
But yeah, they might make yet another big push at Gamescom, and then that game's out in November. So they've still got time to to keep harping on it mm-hmm. and uh, really play up. It's got to be a challenge to like, well, we got to play up Halo, but we got to yeah. we got Tomb Raider as well. So mm-hmm. how do you how do you balance those those forces? You only have so much marketing dollars and attention that you can spend. True. Also, what are you gonna do? Sony doesn't have as much coming out this year. Like most yeah. everything, they, that's all their stuff yeah. is like way out. Yeah, that's yeah. The they, they they had a great conference, but they have zero first party right. games for 2015. Exactly. So for, if, for the rest of the year, right? So if you're going to talk up something, you would talk up Call of Duty because right. yeah. and, yeah. and the Destiny, Destiny. expansion exactly. and Star Wars Battlefront. They yeah. doubled down on those third party games, whereas Microsoft could say, "Here's all we have all this awesome exclusive stuff coming now, just to our console mm-hmm. this year." So, I yeah, I thought they both had. Great conferences, but with very different sort of messages and strategies. Like, you can't dispute that Xbox has the better lineup in 2015. Yeah, there's no no doubt about that. I think next year Xbox has a chance to like blow Sony out of the water because Sony kind of showed their whole hand early. You're right. This year. So next year it's going to be like, even last year, the same stuff with PSX, you know, the the, the PlayStation event that they Mm -hmm. did in December. I think you're right. I think that this year PSX will be very interesting, very telling, too, right? But, mm-hmm. yeah, 2015, 2016 looking great for Xbox. Uh, and this last bit of good news, which made me happy, as you know, uh, I talked about leading up to E3, I wrote an editorial about what, everything I thought that was wrong with Microsoft's indie focus and s- some ways I thought that they could fix it rather easily. I'm glad to see they were listening. <laughs> no, they weren't. They were already doing this stuff anyway, and it just... Uh, the timing of they were my, like just you wait Ryan. <laughs> the timing of my piece we'll just show to be him. Good. Yeah, the you know so I complained about how there's no summer of arcades, so indie mm-hmm. games don't really get a great spotlight on the system. I complained that uh, you can't. There are no mandatory demos, trial versions for digital games the way there were there was on 360 with Live Arcade, and they are addressing both of those with a small E3 announcement that they sort of slipped in, not even at the conference. It was later on in the week. They, so there's Game Preview, Mitch, which is sort of an early access style Very much so, yeah. Thing. A try-before-you-buy program, too. Yeah. And then Summer Spotlight, which is sort of a Summer of Arcade light. It's going to debut this summer with just three games, whereas Summer of Arcade would always be five. It's King's Quest, Smite, and Toy Soldier's War Chest, which mm-hmm. three solid titles. Everybody's been really uh, high on Smite. I'm very much looking forward to King's Quest because it seems to it's an adventure game that's doing a great job of channeling the spirit of the original. And then Toy Soldiers has been a very quietly good series for a long time. Yeah, I keep forgetting this game even exists until it pops up in the news with like, oh, we have He-Man in this game. And it's like, oh, you're Toy Soldiers, but you have licensed stuff this yeah. time. And that's really exciting. He-Man was a good get for them because it's going to bring awareness to that property now. That's true. You know, with <laughs> yeah. that nostalgia factor. That is, that is very oh, true. Yeah, this great is definitely point. pandering to the 80s kids big yeah. time. <laughs> right here, right here. I, I wasn't interested in that game very much. Then I saw He Man. I'm like, all right, what is it? Tell me more. You know, no, it's true. And that's smart. Yeah, that's really smart. Absolutely move. correct. So, I'm really glad to see Microsoft taking some steps to, to just play up all these great digital titles and indie titles in a, in a bigger and better way. Because it's, yeah, they've they've got a lot of good ones coming. And it's like, hey, if there's going to be, if there if Cuphead ends up. In the early access thing, where you can play a level of it, oh, man. that's going to oh, sell wow. a lot of cupheads. Yeah, yeah, will sell a lot of. Cupheads. So that's the problem of live games not having demos at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well that too. So uh, kudos Microsoft on that. And that's again, that's everything. That was all the. I mean, we didn't literally go through everything, but that, those were all the big noteworthy things. 
fantastic showing for Microsoft. A ton to be excited about this year and as we've pieced together for next year, too. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm going to go Destin's way All right. to this week. Marketplace report. What? Uh, no one was foolish enough to release a game during yeah. right, around E3, right, Destin? Uh, somebody was, Warner. Uh, <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight is available. Oh, uh, they're forgiven. It's Batman. Yeah, yeah it's Batman, so it's okay. Uh, that is the tank simulator. No. Um, <laughs> uh, then you got Devil May Cry Special Edition on Xbox One for $25. That's uh, DMC4. Oh, okay. By the way, uh, Batman, I'm about half plus way through. It's so good it's so good. far. Yeah. Can't wait. I really love it. I might buy it tonight. Like, just to install it, just yeah, to have it's, it forever. It's great. Uh, for those asking, I actually, I'm playing on PS4 because that's the version we got in the office first. Yeah, on a debug, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how it plays on Xbox One. I uh, saw Dan playing. It looks great. Looks fine. Yeah, it's all totally good. totally fine. PC yeah, version, no, kind of a mess. Yeah, don't, yeah the PC, PC version is the disaster this it's time. It's really bad. So, yeah. Good stuff there. Uh, where was I? So Batman, Devil May Cry Special Edition, which is DMC4. It's $25. Tour de France. <laughs> Finally. $50. That That's used to be a $10 you, Xbox Live yeah. Arcade game. Should 100% as a as a French Canadian be yeah. de- pronouncing that better? Tour de Tour France. Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, France. De France. There we go. Uh, a, a cycling simulator for your... I figured. Well, they, yeah. you know what's funny about this game? I mean, it's, it's great that it exists because uh, it's... This used to come out every year. I mean, it does come out every year, but it used yeah. to only come out in Europe. And now they've started so releasing it. It was on XBLA too. for like $10 every year. I'm pretty sure. Well, now it's 50 Yeah. Now, that's why it's <laughs> now we're going yeah. for going inflation, for, Mitch. Yeah. Going for gold. Going for the pedalon or whatever. Digital, sure. a phenomenal series, got a new entry with Tales from the Borderlands hitting episode three. I can't wait it's to play $5. it. $5. I'm itching. Like, as we yeah. record this, I am paused. After, like, a really good scene, and I'm like, God, let's just finish. I want to go finish the yeah. episode. Um, if you haven't checked that out yet, the first episode was phenomenal. I second episode's two, gold, two too. It Marty remains. said the second one somehow, like, did better. And than apparently, the third one. one's even better. I that's, can't. That's this thing is on a massive upswing. This tale this, is so great. I, as I've said, we say this every time an episode comes out, but I don't even, I don't have a thing for Borderlands. I respect it, but I don't, I haven't really latched on to the Borderlands shooters. Mm-hmm. But so I don't. That with that in mind, for me to say that this is my favorite so far Telltale series ever, it has me laughing out loud. It's at so many parts. So good. Yeah. I don't know how it's this good. And this is from someone who's not even attached to Borderlands. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Quantum Rush Champions. Don't know what that is at it's all. It's a no idea. futuristic yeah. racing game, like okay. an arcade style. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, all right. yeah, not so bad. At the marketplace, <laughs> games with gold for June include Massive Chalice and. Anybody want to guess what the other one is? Pool Nation! Yeah. yeah. Let's just keep it going as a joke. Like, Eight ball quarter pocket, mother effers. <laughs> I hope they just was. leave it on there forever. It's <laughs> like, you got a new Xbox One? Get Pool Nation FX for free. Swear to God, this thing better be in there in July. Yeah. Don't we? Don't we have a bet on that? I mean, I said it would be. You said it would be. And I think you're nuts. I think I'm right. I'm like, I'm I about think to get for the rich rest of the year, I think for the Fuck. rest of the year, Full Nation FX will be the free game. Oh, that would man. be hilarious. <laughs> uh, on Xbox 360, we got Thief on June 16th through 30th. Yeah, for the rest of the month. Yeah. It's free. Some good stealth action. Yeah, try it out. Cool. All right, we will come right back, do a little trivia, and be on our merry way. <laughs> Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! All right, let's finish strong. 
<laughs> with a sneeze or a cough. Yeah, man. A, a, a no injury, illness, please. Yes. Uh, I the fatigue already hit me. It's already passed. Come I on. slept all weekend. Like I, I could not believe the amount of recharge my body needed yeah. after yeah. after E3. It was, I was wrecked. I was so like good. passing out randomly. I love E3, man. That's so yeah. good. All right, unlock block trivia, where you can win a video game. Of uh, of a variety of choices, because mostly it's due to the generosity of you, our listeners and viewers, who Thank send you, in your, hey, your unused codes. Whether you maybe you picked up an Xbox One bundle but already have that game or something, so you've been you've donated your Assassin's Creed Four or you're this one or you're that one. And this week our winner is Nick. His gamer tag is XPVCX. Guessing that's me like a clan tag or something on online. Nacho. Nacho. <laughs> so thank you, Nick. No, I want nachos. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to throw the question out, and then I'll update you guys on the scoring. So it's Gears-related. We had Gears of War 4 announced, yeah, as well man. as the, uh, the Ultimate Edition remake officially confirmed. That beta just ended, by the way. So that game's out in August as well. We got Rare Re- we got old stuff in August. Yeah. It's Rare Replay and Gears of War Ultimate Edition. And then Fallout, well, then my life goes away. And that's <laughs> in November. Yeah. So uh, Nick asks... <laughs> Uh, gentlemen and lady, which Carmine, which of the Carmine brothers in the Gears of War series was the first to die? Spoilers. Was it Benjamin, Anthony, Fredo, or Clayton? Who goes first? Go for it, Destin. So, you, oh, you guys have already written down your yeah. answers. Yes. And, and we do have a tie. Mitch and Destin, you guys are tied for the, the yearly lead. Uh, winner gets the Dookie Trophy <laughs> at the end of the year. <laughs> It's you guys have ten points apiece, Elaine. Obviously, you, uh, you you're just more playing for for the spirit of competition at this spirit point. Spirit of competition. Destin and, and I are playing for keeps. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's real for these two gentlemen. So, uh, Destin, I'll go to you first. Okay. So, uh, I remember that the joke is they all look the same, and their names are Anthony, Benjamin, and Clayton. A, B, C. So I went with A. I'm guessing the A character showed up first in the game and was the first to die. Okay. So that so you're, so sorry the. It's it's B. <laughs> the character's name is Anthony Carmine. Okay. To be so specific. we've got Destin yeah. Logic Alphabet in action. <laughs> Mitch Dyer. That is literally the same logic I had. Elena Yee, any guess? Well, I'm not up on my Gears lore, which is terrible, so I just did the blind stab test, which landed me on Clayton. Clayton. All See, right, they could have enough. done that too, though. They could have went opposite CBA. Oh, thanks. See, I could have just said that. I yeah, sounded so, way smarter. I, I First of all, Nick, I love you for including Fredo in there. <laughs> yeah, so like great good. Godfather reference. Yep. Great stuff. And uh, our new leader now is both of you, because you oh. both got it right. We remain tied. You now, Mitch and Destin, each with 11 points. You both got it right. Mm. It is, in fact, Anthony Carmine. Great job, gentlemen. Phew. And, Mitch uh, sounded so confident before the show. What's because like, I, I know this one. As soon as circle. I saw it, I was like, "ABC, man, let's do this!" Yeah. Boom. Anthony, rest in peace. He's, he is not with us anymore. Although, I guess maybe in, if Gears Four ends up some, being some sort of weird prequel, he could live again. Maybe Fredo Carmine. Also. Maybe it's way in the future, and he's JD Carmine. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. If you would like a chance to win a video game or win some sort of Xbox goodie. Send your Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice answers. Please note the correct one. And email that to us. Where, Mitch? Unlocked at IGN.com. Outstanding. We're going to need a really good trivia question for... Uh, are we doing a trivia at the live show? Well, yeah. I have... I should add, uh, I was at the Bethesda press conference yeah. where you may have read on the internets. They handed out these little Bob-wise. vinyl figurines. Oh. Uh, then, you know... 
only for that show. One is uh, Dishonored, the new female Emily protagonist. Coleman. One is a, a an adorable um, cyber demon from Doom, and the <laughs> other is the Fallout character. Yes, the the uh, Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, power armor. So I'm going. I had to open it because we did an unboxing. They've been personally touched by me. As well Mama. as that increases their value, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not sure. You take that how you will. <laughs> and I think Sean Finnegan as well manhandled them. So if you would well, like I'll to decreases. win those, <laughs> I am going to give them away oh, at man. the house can party. I, can I, I don't. Win them? <laughs> if IGN Zach Ryan did not already give me an Emily Caldwin, you and I'd be having words right now. I was going to say, Mitch, you would be asking to join <sighs> that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to give them away, and I. Don't know if I'll give away the whole set or give them away individually to three ah. different people, because they're already open, so their eBay value is plummeted. So no, they're so rare; they were only given away at E3. Well, I'd rather people get them that want them and not yeah. put them on yeah. eBay. Yeah. But so we'll figure it all out. But I will be giving those all away right. at uh, the IGN house party, which is happening this Saturday, as we said at the top of the show. Couple of tickets left. We found a few more seats. We could we could squeeze a few more people in. Ig excuse me. Go.ign.com/slash/houseparty, and we hope to see you there. Uh, Mitch, yes, sir. What's going on, man? What, um, what what from E3? That is there something that you're super proud of out of the show? Something you've been up to recently that we should definitely be checking out? Besides man, you on Twitter, it is such like genuinely such a blur. I don't remember the content I made. Brian and I wrote a feature yesterday. I remember that one about uh, eleven things you need to know about the new Old Republic expansion. If that's your thing, uh, did lots of videos for Battlefront. We did a uh, rewind theater for Dishonor Two. Oh gosh, lots and lots and lots of stuff there. Uh, I mostly just did a, a billion news stories, so if you missed all the IGN news during E3, definitely go back to the E3 hub. IGN.com slash E3 has everything. Excellent. Destin? Uh, you're going to find out on Saturday, maybe, what I'm working on. If not, then pay attention on July 6th, because part one of uh, an exciting thing. You know what I'm working on. Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah, so much not. mystery. I know, right? <laughs> Can't really talk about it, but uh, yeah, it's all in the works. Uh, versus who on E3 is coming out this Friday. You can vote for Every who had the best gamers? game reveals. The best Everyone won. Well, of course, everybody won. <laughs> but we're, the Versus series is about who you feel had the best conference, who had the best game reveals, and who did the best had the best overall presence during the event. So that'll be launching on Friday. It was Konami. Konami, yes, with definitely. the uh, you know the from like four years ago, yeah. the super weird Konami conference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elena Yi, what have you been up to? Where can we follow you on social medias, etc.? Um, I am at Morphing Ball on Twitter, where I talk about. Uh, Cats and also how <laughs> VR is kind of strange but weird. And are awesome. you and cats wearing VR helmets? Is that are we? Oh, yeah, man. we're heading for that someday, probably. <laughs> I want a VR game that's just petting kitties. Just a cat cafe you VR. Just game. get a cat. Mitch. You could just <laughs> go down to the local shelter. And yeah, but if I want to play football, I'm not gonna go play football. I'm gonna play Madden. What? <laughs> Video games are for. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want the responsibility. I just want the cute animals. Yeah, he wants yeah. his simulated life, not yeah. a real life. I don't need to That's his play sports. I'm just going to play video games. You should play sports. Oh, I should get a cat. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, if you like the shirt you see me wearing on the video, I will respect my employer and not give a direct plug, but you can check my Twitter profile and find out how to get that as well as other shirts. And again, the big one. Uh, so look for the Phil Spencer interview as a mini episode, the Matt Stone and Trey Parker interview as a mini episode and again the big one the 
like serious highlight, career highlight for me. It was incredible getting to do this and put it together. We're going to screen the beginning of it at House Party and then look for it. It is, it. I don't know if it'll actually be next week's episode, if we'll actually do a sit down or just let this be, because it's an hour and 45 minutes long. It's a lot of, a lot of show, but yeah, it's the most Xbox thing we've ever done in a in the most yeah. awesome of ways. Super stoked about it. Look for that uh, at the house party if we are there or sometime next week. So for Elena Yee, thanks for joining us. Appreciate Yay. the insights on backwards compatibility, HoloLens, etc. Thank you. Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. Love you. Thanks, Ryan. Mitch Dyer. Always Can't a pleasure, my friend. Cannot wait for your burgers. <laughs> Can't wait for your burgers. Oh, man. Let's let's be burger buddies. Burger buds. <laughs> uh, for all of these fine folks, my name is Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode one ninety nine point five. Because we can, and we just have to make two hundred be the house party. That's just how the way. That's the way life has to go. And we'll see you all there at the house oh party. My God, can't wait, guys. It's gonna be a blast. So pumped. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.